November 6, 1869, students from Rutgers and Princeton University lined up for the first time on the gridiron, inventing the sport of American football. One part of what will become a billion-dollar industry in sports entertainment. A little over a century later, Disney finally found a way to get a piece of the pie. This week on Slice of Disney, the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. Okay, welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I am your co-host, Will Lentz, retired Disney-goer and real-life retired sports journalist. (laughs) I figured I would go for the double retiree in that intro. How long have you been holding on to that? Um, well, I, only now? only because of the I knew I was going to go retired sports journalist, so it kind of tied in well. Um, this episode, um, not going to even ask me about being a retired sports journalist. Well, I'm going to get there. All right, was inspired by uh, sports for the obvious reasons, and part of it is that that's something that Will and I bonded over to some degree. Not crazy sure. amounts but yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. and part of it is because sports have been a big part of your life see i was like you're getting there i was getting there i just you know I, I felt for the listeners who were like i'm so i gotta know i gotta know <laughs> and it just seemed like you're gonna breeze right past it they were all on the edges of their seats okay so tell me tell you what tell me about your sportsing oh okay so um well your sportsing my sports yeah, people are like what were you journaling about? I was journaling about the University of Kentucky uh, and their sports teams, their various sports teams, and occasionally how the, the, the cats would do in the pros. Um, when I graduated from college, I competed in a, uh, a contest, Who Wants to Be a Blogger, for, <laughs> a Kentucky, for Kentucky Sports Radio, which is a, a very big um, uh, Kentucky sports blog. Uh, it's a media empire at this point. Um, truly, it's a bold statement. No, I mean it really is though. Really? Um, yeah, I mean like the the founder Matt like almost ran against Mitch McConnell. Like uh, he's he's just a big he's a big deal at this point. Um, nice. Okay. But it was also pretty big at the time too, um, and it was pretty fun. I won the contest because I'm so great at blogging and uh and then i continued to work for them for like three or four years uh and i occasionally have dipped back in to write some stuff uh since i've been out here but didn't pay enough not a lot of career longevity and um honestly there's parts of me that misses it but there's other other parts of me when like we lose games where i'm like i'm glad i don't have to fully engage with this yeah 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 um because that would be that'd be tough now, what I think is interesting, so when he says cats, uh, for those who aren't sports people um, or university people, I guess, uh, that's the University of Kentucky, mm-hmm. the Wildcats. The Wildcats, wow. And though I didn't go to the University of Georgia, my whole family did, so it feels, so I support the dogs. That's the true. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Um, and so, yeah, we used to watch the games. I feel like I was okay with it more when Kentucky was really bad. At football? Yeah, yeah, me too. I was okay with it more then too. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you know, it's tough. I mean, that was, as a Kentucky fan, obviously you love basketball. And then we were very much the like, oh, it's fun to watch any SEC team do well in 
uh, in the bowl games, all that sort of stuff. Because like we, yeah. we were never going to compete for it anyways. And the second you start to get a little better, you're like, oh man, I hate Tennessee. <laughs> and then and then it goes Florida, and then et cetera, et cetera, uh, until you eventually get to hating Georgia. But we don't hate you guys, not um, yet, because we're not we're not in that tier yet. But you know. We'll see. Yeah, I it, it has made the competition stronger. And I think that you should only get one sport. Like you can't have more than one sport. Well, does that does that exceed past the like basketball and football or are you getting into like non-revenue generating sports too? Cuz baseball is pretty big in the SEC. I'm sure it revenue generates some, but like Yeah, that's true. We won women's volleyball championship like 2 or 3 years ago. That there was pretty go. cool too. So uh, like our uh, one of our friends, she is a big South Carolina person because she went there. Mm-hmm. And so she gets uh, the women's basketball team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number great. one, killing it. Mm-hmm. But their football team. They had a good year this year. <laughs> they actually had. Surprisingly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Watching the Clemson. Uh, and what was the second one that was like shocking? Um, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. They also beat us this year, but we didn't have our, like our quarterback was out. And so it was like, oh, I can't believe we lost to South Carolina. And then they finished doing really well. So we're like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah it's okay. We it just looks like a, it was more deserved than we thought. We had a bad season. It's fine. Um, uh, so I don't that, know how many people on here are really into sports. Yeah, I don't either. We don't, it doesn't come up as we, often as like, uh, obviously Disney and my other hobbies around, you know, pickleball <laughs> and uh, D&D. That's a sport. But wow, it is. don't knock it. Is. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, I keep getting advertisements for playing it like... Remember like cosmic bowling? Yeah. I keep getting ads to play pickleball, but in cosmic form. I oh, I saw one of those. Yeah. It was, looked pretty cool. I, yeah. I looked and then it was like, go to Fort Lauderdale. And oh, I'm like, yeah. well, that's not helpful. It's really big in Florida. Yeah. Um, listen, I could talk about pickleball and sports all day. I believe you. Um, but I, I want to, again, be cognizant of our listeners and uh, keep delivering them the interesting stuff. <laughs> they, them. They're like, this has nothing to do with Disney. I'm out. Uh, only really because I had like another segue. I wanted to go into pickleball conversation around. I was oh. like, nope, stop, stop. I also had a segue. Yeah. Because I'm going, you know, home to Georgia for the holidays. And um, I'm going to be in Georgia for New Year's. And... I have to be there New Year's Eve so that I can take care of Boots, my dog, who gets really scared of mm-hmm. fireworks and everything, mm-hmm. so that the rest of my family can attend the Peach Bowl. Oh, wow. That's so nice for them. Isn't that so nice for yeah, them? Yeah, 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 it is. It is. <laughs> I was like, all things mom and dad. But then the next day I leave for Disney World, so it's fine. Look, sports, it does get confusing, but we're here to walk you through the non-sports side of sports. Yeah, which the business side. The business side of ESPN, blah, blah, of ESPN slash originally Disney's wide world of sports. Um, so we were kind of like trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about. We're like, what's you know, we've obviously done a lot of attractions, we've done a lot of different things, and then we're like, World Cups on. We like sports. Let's do ESPN. That seems fun. Let's do ESPN and worldwide of sports complex. It it we um this will be coming out after an interview we did right so i can say this we have in the interview it was really important to say the full title of the board game that's true and it you know your mouth is like blah blah blah, and i feel like that with this as well espn wide world of sports complex complex i mean i don't know if we have to have the complex in there but i do agree <laughs> i do agree it is a it is a mouthful um well check one on our notes we talked about sports done i did actually write that that we would talk about it um and who our teams were i guess yours is kentucky yeah for anyone wondering mine is georgia yeah and nfl would be ravens i don't really have an nfl team um whoever whoever ends up picking up will levis uh our quarterback uh that would probably be who i like for a couple of years until we figure out if he's any good um it seems like the lions might which i think it's gonna be tough to be a lions fan but you know i'll make it work 
Uh, and fantasy football also. No, uh, no nope. one cares about fantasy football. Except for me, <laughs> who gives my money to and it sometimes. And the millions and millions of people that play it. And millions of people have maybe been to the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. Great. Um, <laughs> nice segue. Nice. Crushing it. Okay, so like every other good Disney story, we're going to start with two things that we absolutely love. Michael Eisner and a lawsuit. Incredible. We, it's always a great place um, for us. Starting with the idea that Michael Eisner loves ideas that aren't his own. That's true. What was the Six Flags one he stole? Um, that was Splash Mountain, right? Yeah. Um, so he stole, but that's just an attraction. We're talking Bush Gardens. They got animals. We need an animal right. park. Animal Kingdom. Uh, Universal, they have kind of a studio and a theme park. We want a studio and a theme park. Hotels, they exist. Let's have a Tower of Terror and a hotel. And a hotel attraction. Yeah. Um, I like the movie Aliens. Let's put it in our park. Perfect, yeah. It's like, you see the pattern here. Classic Eisner. Um, and so when another great idea comes along, he loves to hear it. So um, his love of sports, a.k.a. Uh, making money, mm-hmm. um, came, There's the, it kind of started in one funny place that i didn't really know about um so apparently he started with this fancy dinner he's having with his wife um it's 1987 okay and where were they eating um they were eating at fancy restaurant i don't dang it now we're gonna spend 20 minutes having <laughs> we're not gonna find it if you didn't have it already um, i just wanted to throw you off <laughs> um and he was dining with the first two people to fly nonstop um around the world in a plane oh that's cool um so dick rutan mm-hmm. and gina yeager that's fun yeah interesting interesting uh dinner company i feel like once you're important you just yeah. dine with other important yeah, for people sure. like i'm i'm sure the obamas just hang out like yeah with sure. eisner yeah you know of course <laughs> um and so, honestly probably dick rutan and gina yeager assuming you that they're still around I, I know i was like oh i should check that first um so eisner asks them now that you've accomplished the pinnacle of your goals, what are you going to do next? Uh, what a what a bad conversationalist, Michael Eisner. <laughs> uh, well, it worked because uh, Dick said, I'm going to Disneyland. He knew his audience. That's good. Yeah, and yeah. behind every smart man is a smarter woman. So um, she was like, oh, my God. Her, her name is Jane. Mm-hmm. Jane Eisner was like, honey. That would be a great slogan. Okay. Let's use it. Sure. So Eisner was like, wow, that is a great slogan. So they approach the NFL and they make a deal with the Super Bowl or with the NFL um, that after the Super Bowl, would whoever was the winning quarterback, they would go, now that you've won the Super Bowl, what are you going to do next? And they reply, I'm going to Disney World. And... That's like I'm we've sh- all seen those. Clips. Everyone has seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just becomes. I mean, you know, it's like a meme. You know, I, I'm sure at the beginning it was earnest, but then everyone's like, "Oh, well, everybody said that's what you say when you do a big thing. I'm going to Disney World." Well, they, uh, so, they yeah. get paid. I, well, that too. But I mean, I think once you hear that person do it, now other people are like, "Yeah, I'm on the playground. What are you going to do now? I'm going to but, Disney World." Yeah, yeah, I always smart smart marketing. It was smart. I honestly thought it was real. Like I thought the first person who said it in the 80s was like just that excited and like loved disney or something but instead they got paid seventy five thousand dollars to say (laughs) never meet your heroes i know um so then this this little slice that created so much success off of one line 
inspired Michael Eisner to dive even deeper into the world of sports. So there's these two guys. Okay, one guy is named Nicholas Strachik. Sure, Strachich. He's from Ni- He's a, from Niagara Falls, so that's okay. cool. He's a retired baseball umpire from Buffalo, New York. I've been there. Um, I have too. There you go. No, I haven't. I've been to Rochester. Okay. They're different. I went, I went to see a, a Bills game. And I went to a bachelorette party. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> um, and another guy, Edward Russell, an architect from Fontill, Ontario. Mm. And they're both like super passionate about sports. Yeah. So they love came, sports. They love sports. So they came up with this idea for a complex called Sports Island where they could host sports camps for children 365 days a year. That's fun. And I all like kinds idea. of sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it would be it would be a 150 acre facility, and it would include fields and arenas that could cater up to 30 sports. And so that's you could that's a lot of sports. That's a lot. You yeah, can I host know, all I kinds of things. Name 30 sports. I mean, maybe I don't think I could. Let's not try it. Yeah, I don't. That think... could be a Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to his name, 30 sports. But... These are 30 things. <laughs> um, but <sighs> but they they love it. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and so in 1987. Same time he's over here excited about his sports. They were so enthusiastic about this idea that they founded All Sport, All Pro Sports Camp Incorporated. Okay. And then they proposed this project to Disney. Interesting. Why Disney? I don't know. Um, I wonder if they proposed it to other big companies too. Or if they were just like, oh, they have, they, they're in the theme park game. You know, they, they build kind things. Of Maybe that'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. The theme is sports. Sure. Um, so... So they submitted uh, to Disney a written proposal and business plan and for this multi-sport theme park and sports facility. Okay. Um, and now, so both parties understand that this business plan contained confidential information and trade secrets and was not to be published or released without all pros approval. I feel like I said it in a way so you understand this is important. Yeah, I get that. I also feel like based on the setup of like Michael Eisner, you know him, he loves to steal people's ideas. Mm. I kind of see where this is going. Um I feel like these guys should have also been like Michael Eisner loves stealing ideas. Why let's just let's not tell him. They just gave it to him. <laughs> they just gave it to him. So the sports duo gets invited to Disney. They have a formal meeting. They discuss Sports Island and they get great feedback. Disney loves it. Okay. So the idea would be that All Pro Inc. would handle fundraising and run the facility once it opened, but Disney would design Sports Island and lease All Pro Inc. the land. Okay. So it felt like a win-win. They started sure. to run this company, um, but it's still like a Disney-affiliated thing. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that brings in more people. Makes sense. And so that just felt like a win-win for everyone. And if you can get ecstatic. them to design it, I mean, it's Disney. They're great at designing oh, things. Yeah. So yeah, of course. So everybody's feeling good, um, but... Disney ended up rejecting the proposal, ultimately. They said they just didn't have room in the budget. Mm. I mean, you know, this is a time in the Disney parks where we are seeing that there are some strapped budgets. We're seeing some like, oh, we can't do this for that reason, et cetera, et cetera. We didn't have enough money to finish it this way, so we had to do it this way. So, okay. This was the time, too, where if you remember, like, Eisner was just like, oh, I have... Breck, son Breck, come right, to meetings. Of course. Like, we have, we're trying to make things cool. And yeah, they're, they're, they're clearly going through some process of trying to change things up, I think, yeah. to, to, to get, obviously, more revenue. So out of all the things, mm-hmm. uh, at this time, um, the sports island just wasn't going to quite fit in. Yeah. So that was 1987. So now cut four years later. Okay. Okay? 
So four years later, Disney decides to go ahead and announce the wide world of sports. Okay, after they, okay, so four <laughs> years after they said they're not doing it yep. uh, under the other name. Gotcha. Got it. Yes. So, cool, cool, cool. Um, and four years later, it feels like enough time that they've That's a whole presidential been working term. on this. That's yeah. a whole presidential term. Think what they can get done in four years. <laughs> Apparently a lot. Yeah. Um, so, so Disney's wide world of sports um, had exactly 88 similarities to Sports Island. You can tell there was a lawsuit involved here based on the <laughs> languages that you've talked about so far. The number 88, that's only like, because people like, had to go who, yeah. through and be like, well, they have sports in the title and this has sports in the title. They were going to do badminton and we were going to do badminton. And yep. I'm sure, I mean, 88 is more than 30. So they clearly had a lot of stuff. 88 is more than 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I've always said that. You, you've always, you've been so good at math. I've been so good at math. I mean, <laughs> always yeah, figured I've out that always 80. figured and said 88 is <laughs> bigger than 30. Um, and well, and a number even bigger than 88 is 200. Whoa. And that's the amount, there's more than 200 documented calls between Disney execs and all sport, all pros, Inc. That seems like a smoking gun. I, li- I listen to season one of Serial. You gotta, those phone logs are important. Well, now you know. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, All Pro Inc. claimed that they never received back to their 350-page plan mm. from the Disney executives. Okay. So they said, hey, you make this announcement, that's cute. We're suing you. And I think rightfully so. It seems that way. I don't know I don't know what it is about me, um, but, you know, I, I, I always, I'm, I pretty much always root for the underdogs. But in situations like this, I'm like, oh, you think that Disney couldn't come up with the idea of sports uh, without your brilliant idea? But all this evidence does point to, like, it was it was stolen. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure. In the same way that, like, Eisner was in a meeting and then he came up with the universal idea. I mean, Hollywood sure. Studios idea. You know, like, there's... Yeah. There's things where you can get away with being inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this has. But all the phone calls back and forth. That 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 is the thing. That's like, oh, if there's extended communication, clearly you were considering doing this with with these people, and then that 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 gets you in trouble. Yeah. If it was just like we wrote a proposal and sent it to Disney, and then now they're doing it. Yeah, that's a little different. So. Um, Disney executives, including Michael Eisner, claimed they had never even heard of Sports Island and that they had been planning Wide World of Sports for years. About four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. They didn't document the exact amount of years. Um, this was one of my favorite quotes from the trial. Disney is an honorable company. Louis Meisinger, the company's general counsel, said, we don't steal other people's ideas. It just, I had to Yeah, no, for that sure, sentence. for sure. Um, and, and then Jimmy Johnson Jr., <laughs> a name I can't make up, a 35-year-old truck driver questioned the testimony of Disney executives, particularly architect Wing Chow, who claimed that they knew nothing of these plans. And, uh, and that... Why, why are we interviewing Jimmy Johnson Jr.? <laughs> Because his name is too good. So I have to share about Jimmy (laughs) Johnson Jr., the 35-year-old truck driver who was questioned um, in the testimony. So apparently in watching the videotapes of the the deposition Mm -hmm. uh, played in this five-week trial, he said, (laughs) Jimmy Johnson Jr. said, I found most of Disney's executives to be less than forthcoming. Oh, was was he a juror (laughs) I think he actually was like, 
I think he was like one of the backup ones was kind of what I... Ooh, incredible. Like, I love that. I, <laughs> I read this... He's just going on quotes. Uh, <laughs> it was a really, really poorly written article, if I'm being honest. Like, okay. Okay, cool, I cool, had cool. to fix certain title, like typos in we, quotes. Maybe we should... Uh, I don't know. I think we could find Jimmy Johnson Jr. That's all I ever wanted. See if he wants to come on the podcast. Don't think he's 35 no more. I don't think so either, but that's okay. He can still come on. He could. (laughs) What was your experience watching this trial? (laughs) Um, And so the jury ultimately ended up uh, ruling in All Pro Inc.'s favor, um, saying that beyond all reasonable doubt that Disney stole Sports Island and claimed um, it was with with malicious intent. Mm. Um, So they rewarded... $240 $240 million. Oh, wow. To, That's a lot. Um, Strakic and Russell. Okay. And I'm going to say Strakic awkward because I keep questioning if that's how you pronounce that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, but Disney appealed it because obviously that's what you do. Yeah. Um, to keep things going longer and longer so you don't have to do it. Mm. I'm defending that Wide World of Sports hadn't even been profitable yet. So they, how could they owe this money? They yeah, don't even an, know if the idea is profitable. That's an interesting amount to land on. I'm sure there's reasons behind it. I just don't know it. But like, I'm comparing that to one of the most expensive attractions, theme park attractions of all time, uh, in Hagrid's motorcycle oh, yeah. crusade or whatever it's called. Uh, and that was like $300 million, right? So like, and mm-hmm. that was in like today's dollars. Um, so even back then, that 240 was even more. And, uh, I mean, they must have calculated, like, this is the potential future earnings. Right. So. This is what it, it, we can see it bringing in. So I can see why the argument being like, we don't have any money from it yet. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say how this is going to go? Mm-hmm. So now that the lawsuit is over, Disney can get to work on this idea that they have now been proven of stolen. Yeah. Stealing. Yeah, stolen. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, stole, they stole the base. <laughs> yeah. Swiper, stole, no swiping. They <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. Um, now, like, not to jump forward too much but mm-hmm. while this lawsuit is happening they've been like moving forward the whole time like even knowing that they could get sued they were yeah, like hey, we're sense. just gonna still build it and i didn't even think about that because i'm like how long do lawsuits take yeah A and day. also no <laughs> and also like if they're gonna if they're just gonna lose money right if it's like a that kind of thing yeah there's no reason to stop i guess that's true yeah just build it so you can make your money back that yeah you, yeah yeah and once you've committed to stealing, yeah, you don't want to just pay them and then yeah. not make it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, appar- and uh, apparently they were actually looking for one point five billion. Okay, that seems uh, a little excessive, but sure. Yeah, and the verdict was in August two thousand. Oh wow! So it really was because ninety two right is when they they started their uh, or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, 97, I think is when you said they sued. So, uh, so yeah, it took a while. That's a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even wrote in my notes. It's so weird how long these things take because I was like, that seems so odd. Um, okay, so Disney built this $100 million facility on former wetlands under the direction of Disney Vice President Reggie Williams. And apparently, from what I understand, this was like Reggie Williams' project. Mm-hmm. He was very into it. And the com- the complex was built with a few different ideas and hopes in mind. Okay? More publicity for Walt Disney World. Sure. Because now a bunch of sports people might be interested That's in this. That's a good point. Piggyback off of the success of that community. Yeah. In the way that we're like, we never talk about sports on this podcast. Yeah. They're hoping that the sports people 
who never talk about Disney on their podcasts, would be interested in coming now. Yeah. Um, fill more hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. We always want that. There's going to be hotel. Get more people there. Mm-hmm. Um, grow sponsorship revenue. Sure. And um, build Walt Disney World's portion as a sports destination. Okay. Um, and I don't really know what else is a sports destination. Uh, you know, I mean, I think stadiums are sports destinations. Um, you know, I don't know outside of that. Yeah, like yeah. every city kind of has one, but I'm not like, oh, everyone goes to this city to experience. Yeah, I mean, I think there should be a general like sports complex where all the Olympics happen, you know, save, yeah. and, and the World Cups, you know, just one one kind of global spot so it doesn't have to move around and cost all these countries money. But, you know, that's not here yet. So until then... I think you're right. Uh, this one feels like the the premier sports destination. Yeah, the per- the cool one with attractions. Mm-hmm. So they, um, and like I, so I, yeah, we kind of break each of those down. And I think I don't even know where their sponsors were at this time with Disney. Sure. You know, we know in the '50s and like '60s that was a big yeah help. So they're kind of trying to bring that back in a different way. Um, and it could bring competing teams to encourage them to buy packages that included hotel. Dining, sure. theme park tickets, just all around. Yeah. And you bring, I, I like the idea of, okay, cool, you're going to bring people to see a sport that maybe they wouldn't have seen otherwise. Like uh, Disney um, held the first trampoline competition ever. So this complex is Sports Island in the way that it's got, I mean, without the kids, it focus as much, sports. but it has like at least 30 sports. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the venue opened in March 28th, mm-hmm. 1997. Um, it featured a sold-out spring training between the Atlanta Braves and Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Red I th- legs. I think that the Reds won, and so That's I left. Probably I just, the, la- the last time the Reds won. <laughs> I just left out like who the winner was. <laughs> I just didn't find that to be an important part of the research. I don't have an MLB team. If I did, it might be the Reds, just based upon the proximity to Lexington. Uh, it'd be that or the Cardinals because that's close to my hometown. But uh, I don't really want to be a, a Cardinals fan, so. No, you don't want to be a no, Cardinals yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah. It's just not worth it. Doesn't feel like it. Sorry I, if you're a Cardinals fan. I try to avoid bandwagon, <laughs> like uh, like jumping onto like mm. successful teams because yeah. I, you know, grew up with Kentucky as that, and like it just feels like I can't be like a Kentucky basketball fan and a Lakers fan. <laughs> like it just feels like you're just picking the the winningest teams. I I worked in um, New Orleans on a movie and uh, and and Baton Rouge, and it was fascinating because every like grip everybody you know transpo anybody um working on the crew every item of clothing every day was lsu oh yeah sure did not matter the age you know, 18 to like 60 everybody that's a that's a bucket list game for me going to like an lsu night game i just think that'd be really fun but anyways one day off track uh, in, yeah back to disney mm-hmm. uh so 19 april 21st to 27th uh, the main tennis courts hosted the U.S. Men's Clay Court Tennis Championships, um, grand opening. Um, yeah, the end. Um, they initially they they have. Look, I have a bunch of notes about what kind of stuff they have. Sure. Um, and now I'm reading back, and I'm like, I don't know if that's interesting. I don't know what a velodrome is. Um, a velodrome? I don't either. Uh, but, but the initial I, build out uh, consisted of nine venues, with the tenth being this Olympic velodrome. Okay. Um, yeah, and it was expected to be built within the third quarter of 1997. Um, Disney made a lot of like they they tried to get as many unique sports as possible. Mm-hmm. 
and things like Florida State High School football finals for 1997, and they lost to just like to Gainesville. Mm, well, that makes sense. I mean, that's Does where it? that's where University of Florida is, so I'm sure they had it at the swamp, um, which is cool. Like if you're in high school, like yeah, I would rather do it at. I would a place where other that. people play, not like yeah, Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah and you're in high Especially school. Especially so like Disney, yeah. Disney's like, uh, I don't know if it's cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I thought it was cool. Yeah, but, but you also weren't on the football team. You don't know that. You don't <laughs> no, know yeah, that's fair, yeah. uh, fair point. I do not I do not actually know that. So <laughs> I, it would not have gone well for me. I would have broken it in half. Yeah. Um and uh they it looks like the, so we have uh the initial tenants were Braves, um the Harlem Globe the Harlem Globetrotters, NFL Experience, the US men's clay court championships, amateur athletic union. AAU. AAU, official all-star cafe and Northwestern University Center for the Study of Sports in Society. Uh, you said Northwestern, but it's actually Northeastern Oops, University that Center says for this. Northeastern <laughs> University. Because Northwestern's University Center for the Study <laughs> of Sport and Society, they went to Gainesville instead. I was, <laughs> I was curious, like as I was reading that, I was like, does Northwestern have I mean, sports? There's no Are they way, an art they, school? They actually do. They have a pretty good sports team. Oh, uh, I, they, I mean, I knew that. We've played them. We've played them in a bowl game before. Really? Yeah, yeah. Their football team has been pretty good from time to time. Is their color purple? It is. Yeah. Mm, okay, I am thinking of the right school. They also have a big journalism program. That's their. That's like one of their big things. There's a big journalist school. I did and know so, that. So like so many sports journalists are like went to Northwest or mm. yeah went to Northwestern. So anytime they do anything good, like they're like, oh my god, Northwestern is it the best team out there? And we're all like, settle down. You're not. You're yeah. not that actually good. Get out of here. Um, and look. It seems like it paid off because they very quickly earned their money back. Um, so that's good. Uh, and athletes actually legitimately enjoyed being there. Sure. At least from everything I've read. Yeah. I don't know any athletes personally who were there. <laughs> Present company excluded. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forget. You play pickleball <laughs> there during the summer. <laughs> that's why you summer. Mm-hmm. Um now, there was a curse, apparently, on the Braves. Like, while they trained there, they never won. They were thriving beforehand, didn't win, and then they left in 2020, and now... And now they're doing better. And now they're doing better. Great. So, um, that's good. Yeah. Um, and sometime in there, in August 2004, um, as Disney's Wide World of Sports was doing very, very well, they added 20 acres, extra fields, four more baseball diamonds, um, and a multi-use field under the name Hess Sports Fields. Okay. I wonder if it's like the gas. Isn't Hess gas? I don't, thing? I don't know. Maybe, but I, I, I really don't know. Um, but I am curious about what like the, the uh, what the multi-use fields are. I mean, I assume it's just like a field that can be converted in a number I of different things. So. But yeah, I have a. Well, I, I'll give it to you in my last thoughts. Kind of when we break down a ride. Okay. okay. I have some thoughts about that, but I don't want to spoil it. Um, so there were plans to make a hundred lane bowling stadium with a restaurant. And I was like, oh my God, that's a lot. They never ended up doing that, but I guess it's probably because Lucky Strike or uh, what it was with the one in downtown Disney slash they have one in Disney Springs. I can't imagine a hundred lanes of bowling being used. Not crazy. Who bowls that much? My dad. Yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> does he need, I don't know. That just seems like, it just feels like too many. It feels like quite a lot of bowling. And but I could be wrong. The bowling uh, that is in downtown Disney slash Disney Springs is very expensive. Oh, uh, okay. Just so everyone knows that sure. they have not been. 
Um, I would recommend bowling at home and not like if you're at Disney. Wee bowling. Yeah, yeah, we bowling. I don't think that exists anymore. Um, well, you said bowling at home, so I assume that's what I you meant. I meant like in your hometown. Yeah, I know for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, and then, um, uh, yeah, didn't happen. But in February 2010, Wide World of Sports was rebranded because Disney bought more things. They, they went love shopping. buying things. Yeah, they do. They went shopping and they bought ESPN. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so now it was going to be changed. It was like, great, this is built in. And with this acquisition, Disney installed HD video scoreboards, brand new audio systems across all the arenas and stadiums, as well as a broadcast production site. You could have worked there. I could have. But you didn't. I didn't. I expected you to give me more there. And you're just like, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> what do you want me to, what do you want me to tell you? Uh, you know, Florida, it's not, not my... I never liked Florida as a kid. It's fine. But I wasn't like dreaming of going down there and working. So I didn't. Is that enough for you? Too many bugs. (laughs) Lots of bugs. Um, They also uh, added new pavilions where the athletes could enjoy more of their downtime, which I guess, as what I've read, people have enjoyed. Um, Celebrity athletes such as gymnast Sean Johnson, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Santonio Holmes, Mm -hmm. and softball pitcher Jenny Finch Mm -hmm. kicked off the celebration of the new complex and were invited to a reception afterwards at the new rethemed ESPN Wide World of Sports Grill, formerly called What's Next Cafe. You know, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I've, I've. I usually reserve scaffolding comments for things about <laughs> scaffolding, but that one feels a little scaffoldingy. I mean, it's cool to know the names, but then I'm like, uh, this isn't you. I'm, it is not a critique, but I'm like, oh, you really had to change what's next cafe it's being Wild World Sports Grill, and that was enough to make notes. It was, uh, well, uh, honestly, yeah. Uh, sure. It, it no, again, was... it's not a critique of you. It's more of a critique of Disney branding it. Being like, this is so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just, I want you to think about this as well. Not only was this like the rebrand, we're adding all this cool stuff, but you know, they brought in celebrities. Oh, sure. Celebrities. Yeah. Because of this rebrand name change by What's Next Cafe. Hello, ESPN Wide World of Sports. Get out of here, What's Next. What's Next? Not this name. <laughs> um, a couple other random things that were hosted there in 2008 and 2009. The Disney Channel games were held there. Very cool. Um, depending, do you have any idea what that is? No, I don't. But it, I mean, it feels like a thing I would watch on Disney Plus. Yeah, it was fun. It was like all the Disney Channel stars oh. compete with. Sure. Yeah, it was fun. Um, May 9th through eleventh, two thousand fourteen, the WNBA preseason tournament mm-hmm. was held there. Um, during two thousand uh, July two thousand fifteen, it was announced that the two thousand sixteen Invictus Games would be held there. Um, I didn't know what Invictus Games I, were. I've heard that name, but I don't know it either. Yeah, it like sounded familiar, mm-hmm. but it's the international multi-sport event held for the first time in 2014 for wounded, injured, and sick servicemen and women, um, both serving and veterans. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Like um, that. And that, that also brought out a big crowd. So um, in 2016, Prince Harry, Michelle Obama, Morgan Freeman, they all spoke at the opening and closing ceremony for the Invictus Games. Uh, listen, I love Morgan Freeman, but one of those people is not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, and over 500 service members were in attendance, along with other notable public figures, including 
U.S. former President George W. Bush and Second Lady Jill Biden. Mm, who current Second Lady. So wasn't she First Lady now? Oh yeah, good point. Current First Lady. Yeah. Yeah. What was I thinking? We also so on this. I'm not podcast, as great at math. <laughs> we're getting great at politics too. So you get a little sports, uh-huh. little politics. <laughs> really switching it up here. Sure. And then, um, into for 2022. <laughs> this year. <laughs> Dude, that, why why can't I figure out how how do you say that? Twenty twenty two. The Special Olympic US Games were hosted. So very exciting. Um so they have some consistently like cool things. And um, This is the one thing that I kind of knew, knew it from. of. Yeah. So this is probably if you've kind of heard of it but haven't been there, this might this made the news mm-hmm. a lot. So you probably might have heard this. Um that ESPN Wide World of Sports, um, Brought back sports during our dark times, the pandemic. So May 2020, due to COVID, <laughs> um, there were reports that both Major League Soccer and NBA were in talks for Disney to host the teams for their respective seasons in the complex. And that this would allow them to continue playing in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, the that's bubble. The bubble. Yep. So that everybody could uh, still have sports, compete, uh, but weren't at risk of getting other people sick mm-hmm. uh, or getting sick themselves. Right. So, um, did you watch a lot of games during that time? I didn't watch a ton. I did watch some. I know that the NBA playoffs happened in the bubble, um, and uh, the Lakers won. Uh, not oh, yeah. my team, as we've noted, but <laughs> um, but it was interesting because I think they they like the that series like was it was just a weird one because yeah. it was like people were not in their normal homes. They like. Yeah, I think the shooting was a little bit better because line like line of sight was a little bit different, and I don't know. Just it's a weird kind of postseason that stands in its own bubble as well. Um, also, to be noted, it's where a number of NBA athletes started playing pickleball with refs. Hey, yeah. look at that! Yeah, that is the most important thing we it's learned one of the important about things. ESPN Wide World of Sports. Um, I do like though that like. Uh, just to kind of not necessarily sum it up because there's a lot more events that happen there. But I do think it's interesting that uh, All Sports Inc., All Pro Sports Inc., what were they called? All Pros? Um, that their like original idea was like, we want to have a sports island for kids to come and play sports 365 days out of the year. And Disney was like, what if we did money, though, instead? What, what if we <laughs> played uh, the We hosted money. the professionals <laughs> instead of kids, uh, which, I mean, I get it. But it just is interesting. It's clear, though, they are getting real teams. They're getting yeah, real no, cool course. events. Yeah. But they're still missing, I feel like, some. I feel like one of the biggest things, at least, um, that people would have heard of is the NBA bubble. Sure. Yeah. Um, they, they almost need their own team. Yeah. Like, why isn't Magic yeah. play there or something? Yeah. I mean, the, the, I, I'm sure there's plenty of reasons why they do not, but mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like they almost need like an identity instead of just being like this general place where people play sports right. uh, to be like the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars or <laughs> Mickey Mouses. As I'm, as I'm, uh, I might have have to eat my own words here because it says 22 teams are invited um, to the NBA mm-hmm. season. Um, the 16 teams in playoff position at the time of the season being put on hold due to the pandemic, including the host, Orlando Magic. So maybe they play there more than I thought. 
Uh, no, they play in the Amway Center, uh, home of the NBA's Orlando Magic. It's located in the heart of downtown Orlando. Oh, there you go. So, And then there was, in uh, 2021, the NBA G League reached oh, yeah. an agreement um, to host their season exclusively at the complex. So, um, And G League is... It's like a developmental league. Uh, I think it's just called the G League. Um, like the minor leagues of baseball? Yeah, effectively. Gotcha. So that's kind of what's going on there. Yeah. Um, the best part is the lawsuit. I like the drama. I know. It, it's like I, reality I, television. It is interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that is a big part of the identity behind this one. Um, it's. I think it's cool that they have sports there. Uh, I think especially like, you know, if you're trying to make a family trip out of something... It can be hard to find things that are going to appeal to everybody. Oh, that's true. I'm sure if I had a couple of kids and one of them loved sports and the other ones loved Disney, it's like, oh, great, cool. Well, you know, some of us can go do this thing. Some of us can go do that thing. And we get everything we want there. Um, so I think that's a great, I think it's neat. I agree mostly, but I have an issue with it. Go for it. So I'm going to talk about really quick. What are some things you can do when you're visiting there? Yeah. Well, if there's a sports event, obviously you can attend that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool. Um, and you can go eat food at the famous ESPN Wide World of Sports Grill. Is that what is that? Is that what used to be called What's Next Cafe? Yes. Well, okay. Controversy. Oh man, I wish they'd said something about it or done like a grand opening. <laughs> so you could do that. Um you, if you're an athlete mm-hmm. and you want to play there, yeah, you can have like catered services to you. You can have unique foods for you. Um, you can hire sports photographers to take single shots uh, of athletes okay. or an entire team. Wow! You can even get custom merchandise ordered to keep forever. So that's if you're an athlete. If you're a regular person, you cannot do that. Um, yeah, they should have like a. Uh, I mean, I guess they can do whatever they want with it. It does okay. I'll, let's put this into our final questions, um, okay? Because I think this segues into it. There's not a lot that I can. Are you gonna go with the crowds or lines, whatever? Yeah, that's true. So skip all that stuff. What would you change? Like, if you're wanting to, like, you know, add something, it sounds like. What What, what are you thinking? I honestly just think that you have this huge space. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, especially like if if the theme parks isn't your thing, um, and they do have stuff at Disney, like the you know mini golf and they have the water parks and you have oh, man why haven't we done disney quest that's oh we should okay. do that soon i like i did that's, like that yeah. yeah we have to do that uh-huh. um but you have all of this space with really cool things how cool would you be as a kid to be like hey i'm just gonna go play i get to go hit bats yeah on like a batting cage yeah at this or but cool, not a cage yeah yeah like at this cool field on Disney property, yeah. like, and you can charge for it. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. feel like a lot of it's probably not being used all year round. Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of feel like I, 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 I agree. I think there should be some form of attraction. Uh, doesn't need to be like a ride, but like something that attracts people something. to go to it. It could be like a baseball hall of fame, or like, or even like a sports movie hall of fame. Like you know. Do you want to wear what the Hoosiers wore and go out and shoot around on the high school gym court? Like, yeah. that seems kind of fun. Or, like, they, they there could be some interesting things that they could do um, that bridge between, like, entertainment and sports and provide that experience to uh, people that want to come check it out. Something so. more interactive. Yeah. 
Right now, parking is free. Hey. Whoa. But an admission fee is required for visitors who are not athletes or coaches. Mm -hmm. So you have to pay $20 as an adult. Uh, Children are 15. Um, And I, I wonder if that's even true if you're dining at the casual American dining restaurant at ESPN Wide World of Sports Grill. (laughs) (laughs) I bet not, but Um, maybe. Yeah, I just, I'm, I would, like there, you have this huge facility. Yeah. You spent a lot of money on, Mm -hmm. I just wish that they were doing more with it day to day. Yeah, I I, I think I would agree with that. Um, It's cool as a thing that they have, uh, but let's maximize what we got, y'all. Yeah, you love making money. Yeah, make Make more more money. Um, I'm assuming you've never been. No, of course not. I also have never been. Yeah. So we're just throwing it out there. Yeah, I watched some of the bubble though, so we got that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched clips about it. Okay, so here is here's the here's my final question. All right, for here's you. final questions. Uh, you are finishing up a long day of Disney. Okay. You are already out of the parks. Okay. Um, you're in your car. Uh, you can either choose to go to see a stadium <laughs> or eat at what was formerly known as the What's Next Cafe is now currently ESPN Worldwide Sports Grill uh, or go home. Which of those three are you doing? I'm a- There's free parking. <laughs> there is free parking. And in LA, honestly, that's an attraction in itself. Yeah, honestly, that was the most shocking thing of this entire podcast <laughs> is that parking somewhere was free at Disney. The... Parking at Disney Springs is also free. What? Get out of here. I, I can't know. handle two free parkings in one episode. Who, who would have Save thought? it for the Disney Springs episode. <laughs> Disney's being so kind to you right now. Yeah. Um, but the theme park parking's still crazy expensive, so sure. don't worry. Okay, um, good. Phew. Yeah, I think I'll go home. Yeah, I get that. Doesn't That makes me feel bad. Uh, it shouldn't. It's late at night. <laughs> the you know, you, If you're hungry, maybe you go eat food there. But also, there's plenty of places on the way home. You're already in your car. I'm already in my car. I'm tired. I've had a long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably going to opt out. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Um, Seeing Brave Spring Training there, different story. This, uh, this has been uh, one more hard-hitting journalism piece from yours truly on sports. Figuring out whether or not you would stop. <laughs> um is there any other questions yeah do you would you stop there um i would be i would definitely uh it depending on the timing of it you know me once i make up my mind to do something i want to keep doing um, that's where i'm headed yes but uh i do like the idea of going specifically to their sports grill seems Checking a little seems a little i'm sure it's not very good um but i kind of like chain stuff like that sometimes so i wouldn't i I'm hoping that they also have... potato skins. Mm, there you go. I do... I mean, look, any kind of sports bar food, always fun. Um, I I wonder if they have, like, like in the way that um, Hollywood... Planet Hollywood, that's what it's called. Or mm-hmm. Hard Rock Cafe. Those mm-hmm. kind of places mm-hmm. have, like, memorabilia of their art form. Yeah. I wonder if there's, like, memorabilia of sports stuff at this I, grill. I would bet a million dollars there is. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know the decor. Okay, I think that's fair. How much? How much is on the walls? Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up on Yelp. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, you should. I'll, yeah, let me get one. Oh yeah. All right. Well, you know what I usually like to do, which is find you know a three three star one. Yes. But I found a one star one, which is very funny. So. All right. All right. Um, Give us a review of 
not ESPN Wide World of Sports, but specifically ESPN yeah. Wide World of Sports Grill. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is from Patrick G. Uh, out of Germantown, Nashville. Um, he has 10 friends on Yelp uh, and 33 reviews. Uh, you know what I wonder? It actually says 33 and has stars next to it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's given out 33 stars or if he's reviewed 33 things. It would make more sense to do 33 things, but um, still. Who knows? Hands down, some of the worst food I've <laughs> ever had. The atmosphere of this place is awful. The food quality is that of an elementary school cafeteria. I've never been to prison, but I'm guessing prison food is about the same quality. Oh, Don't no. waste your time coming here and eating. Starvation is a better option. <laughs> One star. Um, I think I think Patrick was probably being a little too hard on it. I would go. Uh, and not <laughs> expect much, So, but still. Amazing. I did look up the decor. It does not look like they have memorabilia. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's just a bunch of sports posters but it has sports things yeah hey that's great and everything is red and black themed like espn ESPN, yeah so so now we've learned well there you go about an area that my guess is not a lot of us will ever go to yeah probably probably but hey if you do let us know let us know if you've been actually please let us know if you have pictures there let us know i need to know I need to know everything. <laughs> this this does feel it's very interesting. Oh my gosh, if anybody in our in our listening audience has played a game at the complex. Oh my god. Yeah, Come like, on our y- podcast. Yeah, tell us about it. That'd be so fun. Well, let us know if you've been. I hope you enjoyed learning about it with us. Um if you did or didn't, um please contact us. You can find everything on sliceofdisney.com. Our socials are uh, Instagram slice of disney and that's the same for facebook and then twitter is we don't need to talk about twitter probably yeah. we can just skip over we're twitter. off twitter um probably not but i'm off um yes. you can email us at slice of disney pod at gmail.com and something that sometimes we forget to say is please rate review and subscribe it helps us lots and uh, it means a lot that you guys keep coming and hanging out with us so uh enjoy your holidays um have a very wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon okay bye